I am good to go. You don't have to brag about it. Uh, dude, fucking everything in our house and lives is breaking. Mm. Uh, we had to replace our HVAC. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's all of our money. Shit. <laughs> Plus some. <laughs> and then and then right after that, my computer broke. Um, I basically came home from Clifftop and there's like a weird substance on it. So hopefully we know what the problem is and like it, jizz and it'll be, <laughs> yeah. Like you came on it too many times. Yeah. You came upon your computer. <laughs> uh, I came upon it and it had been come upon. Oh, came upon. well, at least somebody's having some joy in this world. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. I am having a shitty attitude about it. <laughs> Cameron, you're the problem here. <laughs> Man, it's a hot one. Like six inches from the nighttime sun. It's a hot, hot night in in America right now. And it's a jerry curl <laughs> alert, everybody. That's what Samuel L. Jackson says in Do the Right Thing. So I've watch out. That. Watch out for those jerry curls. That's a very good movie. You should, you should see it. Um, okay. it's, I think it's the only Spike Jones movie I've seen. Wait, is it Spike Lee? I can't, I can't keep this. It's spikes. Spike Lee, you dummy. I can't keep <laughs> I haven't seen it. Spikes. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just saying that because I think all spikes look alike. Spike alike. Um, but. Do you remember? <laughs> I, I do really want to see Spike Lee's Where the Wild Things Are. <laughs> <laughs> I desperately want to see it that. It definitely has Samuel L. Jackson in it. <laughs> Has a lot less uh, sad, like, mopey music. But Don't go! I'll eat you up! I love you so! <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, James Gandolfini in that movie is so good. Oh, I forgot that was him. Yeah, he's really good. He's a very, very good actor. Hey, this is a crazy tangent, but I just... Uh, <laughs> just go, go the fuck ahead. Why not? It's not I like we haven't even introduced the show or anything. <laughs> I just watched that scene that you were talking about the other day from The Sopranos where they uh, CGI'd uh, his like dead mom's head <gasps> oh, onto, no. a, onto a woman's body. Oh, no. It's so bad. And it's the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, man. James Gandolfini tries his hardest, but he is not able to bring any kind of energy to that scene. It's very flat. So anyway, as you probably guessed by now, this is a podcast, and it's about listening to an artist back catalog. And right now, we've got our last album of T-Pain, Mother Truckers. It's called Oblivion, and it's from 2017. So, uh, I think he produced three three songs in this one. Oh, T-Pain himself? The man yeah. himself? Oh, okay. Ooh, I wonder if it's and my favorite song is one of them. I think... All three are my favorite songs and the rest of them. I don't have anything against trap, but it just feels hacky. Like the rest of the songs, it just feels like he's bandwagoning. Yeah. Um, doesn't do anything interesting with trap. It just sounds like, Oh, he's, he's got trap four music. songs on this one. 
four. And one okay. of them is a co-production. But yeah, my favorite song, what I think is the best song, is definitely a T-Pain production. Yeah, he's a great producer. He's so much um, better of a producer than the other hacks that he gets on his albums. I do, I do wonder, does he make more money on the songs that other people produce? Obviously, that be? like... Well, like, I don't know if they're more accessible or like if he gets residuals based off of like plays at a club or something. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like if there's if it's like more conventional stuff is like more danceable, maybe he gets more money from it somehow. I don't know. I don't know, man. I can't see but how that I, could be the case that he at, would make as more like money. a piece of art for listening. I I think his production is superior and all his songs. Oh, it's so, so. much better. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to hear him have any um, songs that he produces because it's been a while, right? Yeah, I don't know if he's done any in the last few albums. Yeah, I missed him because that's like that's like the, the, the epitome of T-Pain is, and that's when he's the best because, you know, he when he's working with other producers, he really starts sounding like kind of a generic rapster um, or a generic auto-tuner crooner yeah auto crooner yeah maybe he's doing a sort of recursive loop back on the posers <laughs> yeah or something poser i hardly knew her hey i don't have a lot of uh backstory to this other than i think it, it i think it was recorded between 2014 and 2017 so it was like a long yeah it, it took a long time to get it out there there are some places um, that make it sound like this is what the album stoicville became Oh, interesting. Like, uh, it was, he just kind of abandoned it. If, if, uh, if people don't remember Stoicville was the album that the, uh, mixtape Stoic was supposed to introduce and it was supposed to be kind of a reflection on T-Pain and how much pain he can take. Um, but then it, he just kind of abandoned it and Hmm. there are sources on the internet that make it sound like it eventually morphed into this album oblivion here. But interesting. I can't tell how or why that would be true. Um, so there's a uh, verified genius uh, video. Oh, oh, what does that uh, mean? Video on the genius for um, it's T-Pain talking about uh, one of his songs. Um, Text to my ex. He also and, has a, um, he has he has his own annotations on that song on the genius. That's from the video. Oh, I see. It did sound yeah. very um, transcribed from spoken speech. Yeah. Uh, but I, I pulled one of those quotes that I think is sort of um, maybe about T-Pain in general. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, about his sort of posture around fame, which I, I thought was interesting. Um, mm-hmm. So here it goes. <clears throat> I always come at my shit like, hey, guys, look how regular I am. <laughs> He, he eats the fiber. Pause. <laughs> He's very good at eating fiber. The shit you're going through, that's normal. <laughs> Don't think that I'm not going through it too. Hmm. Hmm. I want you to know that all the shit you're going through, we all go through it. Okay, I get it. We all poop. Yeah, yep. Um, Everybody poops. That's what I read uh, in the book. Yes. All these celebrities that act like they don't for something, uh, that act like they don't for something, like they don't fart. Yes, Wait, we what? fart. What? Wait, what? 
Is it wait? Is he at, wait? Is this a literal, actual, verbatim quote, or are you shitting me? As it were, it is. It, it started being a joke, and then he actually did start started talking <laughs> oh about farting and pooping. So he <laughs> he anticipated our like, joke and got it beat us to it. God damn you, exactly. T Pain! You've done it again. Yeah, he, so celebrities, you know, they're mortal beings. They they uh they fart. Yes, we fart. We take shits. We do all that. All we that. Sp- mm-hmm. We spit and we got boogers in the morning. <laughs> it's ri- it's ridiculous. <laughs> what? We get hangovers. We don't party 24 hours and not get repercussions for that. I want people to know that these things are normal to us too. Uh T-Pain's every man. He uh hmm. Okay. I don't so hmm. I, I think he's for some if I remember right he's he's talking about that it's sort of a tangent but he's saying like he's not above like having a texting conversation with his having ex, a shit yeah which, yeah which is the same to him yeah yeah <laughs> texting your ex is just like farting uncontrollably yeah or having or having boogers in the morning it's ridiculous boogers in the morning it's my least favorite. Uh, shock, 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 shock <laughs> drive time radio show. Uh, well, yep. Um, what else about this album? Uh, T-Pain got rid of his dreads, although I think he had done that before. He did not have them in the tiny desk video. Um, but it's still weird to see him without them. Yeah. He's, uh, in like a suit of, a suit of armor. He's a real knight without cover. armor. I mean, yeah. with armor. With armor. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that is supposed to mean. Also, there's some yeah, like strange glyphs on the cover that yeah. I don't... They're almost like hieroglyphics, but hieroglyphics usually collaborate with Del the Funky Homo Sapien. I don't think they even appear on this album. That's a hip-hop joke. Uh, hieroglyphics? Yeah. Is that a rapper? Oh, man, I thought you were a, you were a fan of Del. Uh, I'm a fan of Dell on that one gorilla song. Oh, just the one. Okay. For some reason I had you built up in my head as like a big fan of Dell. No, I really okay. like that one song though. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, uh, Dell, the funky homo sapien is a, Oh, I don't know if he's an official member, if he just like collaborates with them all the time, but with the, uh, hip hop collective hieroglyphics. Oh yeah. They have some really oh. fucking bangers too. Some of their songs are really in that, good. In that case, uh, great joke. Thank you. Finally, some recognition. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Oblivion, hieroglyphics on the front of the album cover. That's what they call it, the cover. Um, there's more Chris Brown on this record, so fuck that. Yeah, and also just some like pretty shitty lyrics about women. Oh, some very shitty lyrics about I women. I think he leans into it a little more yeah. than uh, the, the last mixtape. There's a lot of the word whore. There's a lot oh, yeah. of yet more of T-Pain bragging about having sex with a listener's girl. He's done that so often and he Do keeps doing that. you think he's that. directly talking about the listener? I don't know. Somebody, the the second you person, the, the right. undefined you of the song is just like, I'm going to have sex with your girl. Um, and it really made me think like T-Pain has gotten so much more braggy as his career has gone on and... I kind of wonder if that's just because he gets more and more insecure. Yeah. He does feel more insecure than he was, you know, in his first two or three albums. Probably because of the auto-tune backlash. I don't think he ever really recovered from that. Right. 
Well, I, I think there are definitely some return to form moments for T-Pain. Um, and I think they're mostly in the, in the production, um, or in his like vocal arranging. Mm -hmm. Uh, so for instance, I think one of the, uh, one of the, I, I don't know if he produced the, no, he didn't produce this first tune, but, um, who died? Uh, can you play that sample? Uh, the great horns sample. Oh yeah. This, 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 uh, song is mostly just, most of the beat is just horns, just like trumpets and shit. Yep. So it's really fun. I've been with the shits, my track record looking like I got baseball stats. Roger Clemens with the pitch. Now these niggas busy trying to erase all that. Ain't that a bitch? Boop. Yeah, that's pretty fun. And corns and a trap beat behind him. Mm hmm. Uh, it, it reminds me a lot. There's actually a lot of Chance the Rapper kind of moments in this album. And it makes me think that I feel like this album came. I think I think Coloring Book came out in 2016. Hmm. So this would be like right after it. Mm -hmm. But uh, seems to be pretty influenced by Kanye's production on on that album. Interesting. And uh, yeah. Is that so. really when like the sort of the trap thing became mainstream? No, uh, Chance doesn't do any trap. Oh, okay. Um, no, I meant like the horns. More of like a Chance the Trapper, except not because you yeah. said he doesn't. <laughs> nope. Um, so speaking of T-Pain being defensive, he has an extremely, you don't, if you don't accept me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best moment when he says, if you ain't call me when you fly N-word, don't call me when you in a nosedive in this song, the first song called Who Died. Right. Um... Oh, and by the way, the chorus in the song is really, really fucking stupid. That's so repetitive. I really don't like that. Just like re it, repeating that one phrase, well, musical phrase over and over again. Is that a... um? Is that a style, like a a modern style of rap? Is to I feel like that flow is something I've heard a lot. Yeah, it sound, I agree. It's it sounds like what um, uh, what's his name? Childish Gambino is like sort of parodying in the This Is America video. Really, you know you know what I mean? Where he's like, um, just oh, yeah, speaking yeah, yeah. in these really quick phrases. Um, I see, very, yeah, I see what you mean, and not. Yeah, it's just like not really pronouncing the words and just sort of like yeah, da 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 da. -da. Is that a characteristic um, of uh, trap music? I don't know. We are so ill-equipped to yeah, talk about this. I am so not like <laughs> up with what the kids these days uh, are doing and the musical let's talk trends. Talk about ABBA. Yeah, let's talk about ABBA. Let's go back to the comfortable past. Yeah. Uh, I I kind of like the. I I kind of appreciate the lyric. Um. Actually, I I think I asked for a sample of it that you that you just played. Uh, if you ain't call me when you fly inward, don't call me when you in a nosedive. I don't think you asked for like, a sample of that. Oh well, that's fine. Eh. But um, yeah, uh, the whole quatrain is now all of a sudden everybody figured out what I was saying back in '05. The whip ain't <laughs> shit if the n word in the driver's seat ain't got no drive. If you ain't call me when you fly inward, don't call me when you in a nosedive. I kind of like that. Uh, um, I don't know. It's pretty defensive. I think it's defensive, but 
I think it's relatable to me. Like the, you know, fair weather friends, um, all your haters. And, uh, yeah. Those whips that you got, you know, or I guess it's the opposite people of not fair accepting friends, you at your but... worst, etc. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, what else? General thoughts. Uh, so there's, I don't know if I have any more thoughts about this song. Oh uh, yeah, but about this album, uh, there's hmm, T Pain uh, lets a bunch of shithead dudes guest on his songs, which kind of ruins the songs uh, a little bit. Yeah, Black Youngsta. I liked his LAC. I liked Black Youngsta's flow, um, but I also didn't like how much he talked about women as whores. Yeah, that was my main issue. Yeah, what song is that again? Uh, goal line. Goal line. Let's listen to a little sample of it. I can't decide if I like that or not. Yeah. Uh, so, so in this song, uh, I think is one of the best lyrical moments. Um, that dick make them feel like they weight training. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's funny. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, I just like the, like, I think that's a potent thing to say. Just the idea that his, his penis is just like heavy. <laughs> like it has <laughs> like a, a gravitational pull. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> It's funny to me. Got things in orbit around it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he- it sounds, when he says it like that, it sounds like it's just too big to be sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it's another monstrosity from yeah, T-Pain. Yeah, he's subverting his own sexiness. It's like, uh, uh, it's like this isn't even fun. No. It sucks. <laughs> this is, feels like work. Yeah. Puts a new meaning to the phrase sex work. Uh, so here's a sample of that behind the beat flow from uh, Black Youngsta. And I had to go on my slow down. That little nigga fake on it. I got a steak on my plate on it. Y'all little niggas trying to eat. We didn't already ate on it. Fuck you a little bit too late on it. Move my mom out the hood. She straight on it. Pour up a foe in my family. Pour another foe. I like that flow pretty well, just like rhythmically. Hmm. Um, but I really. I can't decide if I care for that or not. Oh, okay. You, you Like you don't find it uh, compelling musically or appealing? Nah. Hmm. Um, but I really hate some of the stuff that black youngster is saying, like things he says, my bitch so fine. She don't let me. Okay. So trigger warning for using the word bitch here. Cause he says it a fuck ton. My bitch so fine. She don't let me fuck her. Cause her friend, she don't let me fuck her friend. Cause that bitch low down. So I fucked that bitch anyway. I don't love my bitch anyway. I'd be like, bitch, get out of my face. And that little bitch always be in the way. Cock block thought, thought. And thought is not Ooh. like in terms of thinking. It's like T H O T, which is a uh, an acronym for that hoe over there. I didn't know that was an acronym. Yeah, thought. Uh, I, I mean, I thought it just meant hoe, which I guess it does, but it's a specific but hoe. It's slightly even more dismissive. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Um, and then there's this line that T-Pain really wants me to like, but I do not. He says, yeah. after party, go down at the mansion. We gonna live that bitch a mess, yes. Booty and the beast, I need two at least. Bitch, be our guest, yes. 
He really wants me to think that's clever, but I just, I'm kind of like, mm, eh, eh, whatever. I think that, I think that's funny. Eh. Booty and the beast. Eh. I mean, it's like low hanging fruit. It's a low hanging booty fruit. Yeah, <laughs> it's dumb. It's dumb as hell. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's good. <laughs> It's, it's you're fine. just saying that you're dumb as hell and so it fits for uh, yeah. you <laughs> okay and finally there's a real whoop whoop moment uh t-pain says you've been fucking with them clown ass n-words baby come and get your face painted ain't it so oh yeah wicked t-pains never die um so yeah I that's like i have anything more to say about goal line <sighs> yeah there's just some really sh- like shitty towards women songs on this album Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not for nothing that he keeps using the word wife beater on this album. It comes up in multiple songs. Uh, sometimes it's just yeah. like talking about the art. Well, mostly it's just talking about the article of clothing. The like, uh, I guess, usually white tank top that is called a wife beater in a very strange um, twist of terminology. Yeah, I, I don't know what the origins of that are. Uh, I think it's a classist dig at people who tend to wear those kinds of things and right. uh sort of like a redneck stereotype of people who beat their wives yeah as if uh rich men don't <laughs> no no the reason they have more money is yeah. because they're more moral and so they would never beat uh, women right you're right you're right you're right unless it were moral to beat women which <laughs> i mean this is america of course it is um Oh God! So should we talk about uh, the song we? "Too Fine"? Number two, fine. Must we? Uh, I mostly just so this is what, another worst uh, musical moment. Um, did you get that sound sample? Uh, let's see, which one is it? It's just uh, I think it's the only one I did for two. Fi- no, yeah, it's the only one I did for two fine. Um, let's see. Yes, here it is. You did it because of that cooter line, didn't you? That's all. That's the only reason. Of course. Uh, Coulda, shoulda, woulda. About to get up in that cooter. Cooter. Uh, Cooter. I hardly knew her. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. This is a fucking weird song. Yeah. It's It's a weird thing to say. It's way too long. He says some just like completely inexplicable things. He says, hey, have you ever seen an ass that'll make you put your dick up on the cake like a baker? God damn. Like what? Put your like a baker. Okay, I guess. Okay, I guess sometimes cake is used as like slang for a vagina, I guess. Is it? Put your dick up on the cake like a baker, though. That's like very weird. (laughs) You know how the only reason that um uh, bakers, the the only reason that they make baked goods is because uh, they can't finish unless they do. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta get, they just get some put their dicks on it. <laughs> every piece, uh, every baked good you've ever had has had a dick on it or in it. Where do you think or that frosting it. comes from? Icing. Or it's been in something else. Um, also, quick uh, real time follow up. I was wrong. Cake is sometimes used as a slang word for booty. Oh, there you go. Or the ass. Or in uh, right. number four definition, a woman's nicely figured booty, fat, juicy, plump, voluptuous. Oh, God. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and the example usage of it is, damn, that shorty got a cake. She looked like she's trying to marry Betty Crocker. 
<laughs> I like that. It's like not even homophobic. Yeah, that's better than um, put your dick up on the cake like a baker. God damn. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, there's also some like ex- like more monstrosity lines of if you interpret them literally, it's just like horrifying. He says, I walked right up in heaven when I went in there, put a plate all on that pussy. That's my dinner there. I'm just imagining yeah. like some weird disembodied like pelvis sitting on a plate. Gross. I'm not not into that. I'm not not a fan. I do like in this song that there's this fun tempo change um, in one part of the song. So you you heard the tempo of that that part we listened to just now, but then it goes like this. Yeah. How did you know, bitch? How did you know? How low low can you go? Just hold on for the show. I mean, it's not especially a good part of the song, but I like that it has a tempo change at all, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's not typical for this genre. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, so this is also in this song. This is like more of that aggressive sexuality that bothers me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to prop that ass up on a table and bust Aww. it open because I can and I'm able. Wow. And as opposed, uh, this is a, a great example of why wouldn't you just say because uh, she's into it and she wants me to? Because yeah. she consented. Right, right. Yeah. Um, uh, and this is the <laughs> the worst part on a few levels. Uh, and, what, and when I'm done, when I'm done, uh, she going to swear. Because about her. She, yeah, right. And when I'm done, she going to swear she's disabled. Oh. Which is like... <sighs> It's just so offensive on like so many, <laughs> so many levels. Um, yeah. All right. You want to talk about a good song? Yeah. What song you want to talk about? Oh, okay. Um, I thought you had one in mind. Well, um, I mean, I could talk about one, but it might be blowing my load a little bit early. Right, 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 right. If you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, let's talk about texting my ex. Okay. You like this um, one? I like it pretty well. Oh, yeah. There's right. a little... T- yeah, but there's a T-Pain choir that I like really well. Yeah. Back to basics for T-Pain. Yeah, yeah, there's some real good choir work on this one. I especially like this one because T-Pain is recording this with a woman named Tiffany, Te- not Tiffany, mm-hmm. Tiffany Ooh. Evans. <laughs> she eats a lot of Tiffany Tef flour Evans. and uh, <laughs> she eats a lot of Ethiopian food and Tef flour, so she named herself after it. Uh, her name is Tiffany Evans, and she comes in a little bit into this part. It's like a choir of T-Pains and then female vocals show up. And I really like that moment. So let's see if I can find my sound sample. Here it is. Some real miasmas there. Yeah. Big time miasmas. Yeah, she took the she took the word whoa <laughs> and uh, she just added a lot more syllables to it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um did you get that uh the one I asked you to get? I mean it's pretty much the same thing, right? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Thank God we listened to that one too. I think it was a little different. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> kind of. <laughs> I won't naysay you because you do have a much better ear than I do for music. All right. It's the same basic idea. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Texting My Ex, he has a song about um, uh, just being unable to kind of get over someone and and not I uh, he's just having trouble not idealizing uh, I think specifically the sex that he had with his ex mm-hmm. and he's in a relationship but he kind of can't help himself so uh, there's there's a quote oh shoot there, <laughs> there's a really funny quote um, hold on I'm just gonna search T-Pain push-up competition what it <laughs> It all comes back to this song, I swear. Um, Does it? Okay, so here's the problem. Um, you can click this if you need to, but uh, I... Thank you. Uh, Make it right stop. Now, it's it, it's gotta, gotta stop. <laughs> Please. I'm so bored. Okay, okay, okay. Here, here's the um, push-up competition. This is a quote from T-Pain. I was in a session with Diddy and Hurricane. It was me, Hurricane, and my home and my homeboy Jay Lyric. I don't know what happened, but we decided to see who could take the most Patron shots. Oh God! Flash from that to everybody doing push-ups in the parking lot. Ugh. I think we all got to 18. <laughs> that was just. <laughs> I think he means Patron shots. <laughs> but or push-ups. Eight, I don't know. If 18 is the most push-ups. Um, hey, that's not... That, was that just, is not funny. I, I couldn't do 18 push-ups right now. I bet you could. No, I absolutely you're, couldn't. You're pretty You're pretty fit, dude. No, I'm not. Not anymore. I've reformed. Okay. <laughs> I've turned over okay. a new leaf. <laughs> One where I'm a flabby uh, doughboy. I, <laughs> 18 is a lot, dude. Like the, of and the Patron shots? No, of push-ups. Don't do me like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, of both, actually. But, like, you yeah. know, the heavier you are, the more push-up you have to push. That's true. That's true. The more push you have to up. Um, no, I think it is about Patron shots, though. Uh, that was just... We didn't run out. I think that was just the point to where we got to 18 shots of Patron, and then everybody that was involved in that context ended up outside in the parking lot of the studio doing push-ups. I think that's usually when you would probably do some dumb shit like texting your ex. 18 <laughs> would be the number. Round it off to 20, give or take. <laughs> so that's... What? That's, so uh, it's like a weird hypothetical? About. It's like yeah. not even something that actually happened. He's just like, oh, we're drunk. Hey, that gives me an idea. What happens when you're drunk? Why? Drunk means that you're intoxicated and intoxicated means you're full of poison and poison means you've got venom inside you and venom is the kind of tattoo that my ex-girlfriend used to have and ex-girlfriends are the kind of people you text when you're drunk it all makes so much sense dan brown that shit (laughs) (laughs) i'm telling you it's kaiser soze it's all connected (laughs) Why won't anyone believe me? <laughs> it all comes back to Pepe Silva. All right. Uh, do you want to talk about a better song? I, if only that was the title of one of the songs. A better song. A better song. A better song. Do you want to talk about um, May I? Yes. Yes, you do want to talk about that. I'll just play a little general sound sample from it. Mm-hmm. 
ain't talking about the rapper, I'm just dabbering him. When I'm dabbing on these hoes, I say what's happening. You ain't gotta like me to sit on my lap up in here. You ain't gotta like me, baby, but you gon' know right away that I'm cool. So this is a T-Pain joint. Yep. This is produced by T-Pain. Productions. Yeah. Yeah. There's no accident that it's one of the best songs on the album. Um, and he's, oh, yeah. he's joined by a guy named Mr. Talkbox. And I was like, who is this Mr. Talkbox that I've never heard of? And I looked him up on Wikipedia and apparently here is the first line from Wikipedia article on this guy. Byron Menard Chambers, born July 30th, 1976. Oh, um... Happy birthday a few weeks ago, Byron, who goes by the stage name Mr. Talkbox is, and you're going to love this, American Christian hip hop and Christian R&B musician. What? Yep. (laughs) Oh, man, dude. Oh, I was in a, um, Rachel and I took an Uber or a Lyft or something, one of them car hire services back from someplace in Cambridge or Somerville a couple weeks ago. And the dude, we got stuck in traffic and the dude had this gospel radio station that he was blasting and i was grooving so hard those songs were like a fucking bop like the lyrics were stupid and shitty and they were like oh jesus oh jesus love you jesus it was basically like that south park episode where they're like you take secular music and you replace the word baby with jesus and there's uh your christian lyrics yeah um but the music was like so groovy and rhythmic and it had these great bass lines and stuff i was grooving so hard and Rachel was just not having it. <laughs> she just hated it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's like one of the main things that like kept me going to church for as long as it did was like trying to learn how to play gospel music. Yeah. Because it was so fun. Gospel but, music's uh, fucking great. I mean, one that's of the where... Drawback, one of the drawbacks to that is that like... You're white. Uh, well, Maybe. I didn't necessarily get it. I think it's interesting. I I don't know if you want to include this tangent or not, but I, I think it's Preemptive interesting. Click, in the click. Okay. <laughs> in the context of uh, church, you know, it's so it's like, do you have an inclusive place? Like church is supposed to be like an inclusive place, right? So um, if you want to make it inclusive, then you have to like play uh, music that different kinds of people are going to like. Um, so then the question, sorry, I'm getting called, send a voicemail. So then the question is, um, do you just play music that's you staying in your lane or are you trying to like make an atmosphere of like music that other people can, uh, other people who don't look like you can appreciate. So Hmm. I, I think it's an interesting, um, intersection of the ideas of appropriation, but also like hospitality. Um, I, and I think ultimately it kind of comes down to, can you do it right? Mm. Which is, (laughs) Mm. I don't necessarily know if I, if I could do it. I I wasn't like a great gospel performer, but I was probably the best we had. (laughs) Um, I was like one of the only piano players and one of the only people who could play in fucking flat keys. So, and I could belt in a certain register. So like it worked, but so, but anyway, people don't like those uh, lyrics because <laughs> there's like a lot of triggering stuff in them. Uh, sometimes um, triggering line, stuff, really, yeah, lines like um, 
uh, you know, wash me whiter than snow. Oh, wait, in gospel would, music? Yeah. What? Like that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. Really? I And I sang this like lyric in one of these songs and people were like, I don't like that. And I was like, I fuck it. Like, are you asking me to like censor <laughs> this like black gospel artist that you also want me to like... Like, I don't know. It was, it was a mess. And, uh, uh there's a yeah. lot to unpack there that I don't want to get into. So much to unpack. Um, and let's just, uh, leave it in a pile in the corner of the room and let someone else take care of it. <laughs> we'll be passive aggressive about <laughs> someone it. Someone better than us. Yeah. yeah. But essentially what you're saying is when it comes to music, at least the guiding principle is play that funky music, white boy. Mm hmm. Right. Yeah. I love that the clicker has become like one of our main bits. <laughs> yeah. Um, Very good. Yeah. Oh, speaking of this song that we were speaking of 10 minutes ago, I do like that um, Byron Chambers, Mr. Talkbox, while he is a American Christian hip hop and Christian R&B musician, he's not homophobic because he sings a love verse to T-Pain himself. That would be a perfect time to cue it up. Okay, here it is. Sorry, I'm having a hard time. Like, <laughs> and it sounds a little something like this. Yeah, so he says to T- he says, "Oh yeah, T Pain, let me explain. I couldn't help it, but I saw you walking into the room. You won't find me, and I caught a whiff of your sweet perfume, and you got me feeling like I want to be in the groove. But I got to stay focused on what I came to do. But my train of thought came rolling right back to you. You and me on that dance floor, baby, come through. Touch me. Let's get close. Whoa! So he and T Pain are making some sweet music, if you know what I mean. Man, I didn't really pick that up when I when I listened to this." I mean, I don't think he intended it that way. Because the next line is, because girl, I want to show you a good time. So unless he's calling T-Pain a girl, but... Right, you're right. I just thought it was really funny that (laughs) the way he phrased it is, oh yeah, T-Pain, let me explain. And then he immediately starts talking to you, which makes it sound like the you he's talking to is T-Pain. Right. So, (laughs) way to ruin my joke. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was a really good joke before you got... It was so good. It was the best joke. It was very good. I didn't know it was a joke. I thought you were serious. And then I looked into it. Oh, even okay. One second. okay. It's just, I'm so deadpan. Like people don't even know when I'm joking. I'm just like yeah. so far. I'm just like operating so many levels above everyone. You know, you know, I, I think mean? it's all that time that you spent, um, uh, channeling, uh, our favorite British, uh, artist from beyond the grave, uh, Paul McCartney. Uh, yes. Uh, Cameron, Cameron, come on. Don't give me that. I think you mean John McCartney. <laughs> John McCartney. <laughs> Hello, I'm John McCartney. Of George Starr. So, uh, may I? It's got to like be in pairs, right? Long. What? Sorry, what? I mean, may I quick. is may I is seven minutes long or something? Oh, this song, it's a really long. It's song. called May I. If you've forgotten by that by this yeah. point, and it's seven minutes long, and it's way too fucking long. I don't think so. I think it's really fun. Um, it's got some really I good musical it, stuff. Yeah. So I. I I have prepared some samples. You have prepared them, yes. <laughs> yeah, me, Cameron. He's the uh, one that did so it. you got this sort of like 
Muzak esque, you know, like jazz thing going on. And um, then in this sample, you'll hear this extended like jazz piano solo kind of the beat underneath it will turn into a gospel beat. And it's a cool moment. drums are so fucking good yeah it's like sort of like a breakbeat um super fast double time yeah it's like a really cool moment then a little bit later on it transitions to a trap beat and this is like it's an application that it's a trap <laughs> beat this is a this is an application that i actually do appreciate because uh they're taking trap and then putting it up against this yeah, jazz piano stuff. And I think it's an interesting juxtaposition. All right, the piano actually stopped, but... Yep, I was going to say. It was, yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, the song continues. Um, and uh, then there's a little... Sp- spot at the end where t-pain and mr Talkbox like trade vocal solos and it's super fun Mm -hmm. oh yeah and that sounds like this very good yeah there's like a little voice in the background going <gasps> yeah <laughs> like doing these grunts i don't know what that's all about but it's really i mean that's fun. that thing t-pain was talking about where people are like even famous people poop and fart yeah he's just on the turlet he's just having a hard yeah. time i know what shit you're going through <laughs> shit it's real shit uh, uh so yeah i think that's definitely one of the best songs yeah um what else oh should we talk about okay what do you think is the worst song okay um i accidentally forgot to like write down which one there's there were so many that i really disliked there's some um, very like, strong candidates for it for a yeah. worst song uh <laughs> uh-huh i've got one if you yeah go for it okay you remember the song straight oh yeah yes hang on one sec here we go. Put you on a PCH in a two-seater. Oh, God. Walking around a mansion in a white beater. No job. Reaching that Chanel back with like the heater. I'ma make your life a hundred times sweeter. Cause I'ma get you straight, straight, in line. Straight, straight, big time. Straight, straight, in line. Baby, I'ma get you. He's just trying to subjugate this woman. Yep. There's more of that, like, I don't know if that's a feature of trap music, but that very, like, staccato repetitive chorus that we heard earlier um yeah he this is lyrically just so awful i think this is only t-pain i don't think he has a guest star does he i got your money i got more money i got that bread so i got your bitch boy give me that she money hungry open that mouth and i feed her dick oh yeah Mm -hmm. and she say she love me and she keep me rich yeah i don't know what keep me rich means um yeah, yeah he's know. got some really really shitty 
stuff in this song. He's got these lines. Stunt on these bitches. Flex on these whores. Flex on these whores. Woo. And then he's got... The verses are just like so awful. Like every single verse has the most offensive ideas in it. What the fuck your man gonna do when he sees my hands on you? Because boy, let me tell you something. I done came all on that belly button. So you can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me shit. I got my money, so I got your bitch. She money hungry, and I feed her dick. Ah, so awful. It's so gross. Uh, this is also like a super Cosby-ish line here. Um, uh, trigger warning, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I screaming, how the fuck your bitch going to feel when I make her take all these pills? Yeah, I was going to bring that up. What the fuck? Yeah. It sounded like, a, yeah, it's, it sounds like a, like a weird R. Kelly, like sex cult kind of situation. Yeah. Make her take all so. these pills. Yeah. Yeah. Especially not fun. Yeah. Especially because like earlier in the verse, he says, Hey, where do you think your bitch go when she go out of town? She coming around. If I tell her I'm ready, she ready. Cause she know she hot as fuck. She know she know how to fuck. And then there's the lines about making her take the pills. And then yeah. he says, how the fuck your man gonna live when we done fucked all in his crib? Cause boy, let me get this straight. I done came all on your pillowcase. Ugh, dude. That's, that's just like the very definition of like sort of hacky like lizard brain masculinity like you're just like marking your territory yeah come it's it's not the first time he's literally talked about coming on a pillowcase before i think he's literally like had that idea before so it's not only like just dumb and shitty it's also just repetitive and boring yeah and it's somehow even worse coming from t-pain than it is from icp because icp is all about like you know body horror and stuff and um you know, grotesque. Yeah. The the grotesque, but like he's not. And so it's just like, well, what else do you want me to take from this? Other than <laughs> you're just like a complete shit bag. Yep. So, yeah. Um, any other bad songs we should talk about before we get to our favorite songs, our candidates for the best one. Uh, there's a, there's a whole song, uh, about, um, having phone sex, Oh, um, and it's called <laughs> pussy on the phone and the two S's and pussy are, are dollar signs because <laughs> it's censoring. Okay. So it's, you know, it's not like he's actually saying the word pussy. So, so it's fine to like yeah. put up on iTunes or any other place where it might be uh, censored. Put dollar dollary. So T-Pain would have us believe in this song that he's about to have an orgy with like eight women. But over the but, phone? But, well, it's how, they're all coming over in four whips. <laughs> eight women in four whips. Coming over. <laughs> you started no. it. And then, but like in the in the context of the, which you just played, it sounds like he needs to like gear up for it. So he wants to have phone sex with this woman. Oh, is that why he wants the pussy on the phone? Because he's like, I need to get hype, get like aroused so that I can actually perform for these eight women. Maybe, or maybe he just needs to like rub a few out so that he... A few? More than one? <laughs> so, so that he's not just going to uh, <laughs> like um, premature ejaculate all over the place. <laughs> or, or, sorry, or sorry, ladies. I jacked off three times when uh, when this bad bitch put her pussy on the phone. 
And you know, yeah. with the refractory period, I won't be ready to go again for another week. Sorry. Maybe he's trying to get out of it is what I'm saying. He's yeah. like, Maybe. he's like, oh no, I've got eight bad bitches coming. Oh no, what do I do? I know, I know. <laughs> I'll get someone to put their pussy on the phone and I'll jack off and then I won't have to perform. Yeah. It's a very, nice. it's a very, <laughs> nailed it. It's a classic self-sabotage. <laughs> classic. We've all, we've all been there. It's a real sitcom <laughs> plot. It's a, it's a real, uh, uh, nines company. Yeah. Um, but T-Pain would have us believe that he actually has a reason for this, but it's, it's kind of like, I don't know. He uses this phrase because it's an inside joke to him and he thinks it's hilarious, but he uses it in such a straight ahead way that it's, it's not really like it loses its joke value. Cause on the genius, it says that, um, the title pussy on the phone actually came from T-Pain's former assistant in an interview with billboard. He said a while ago, I had a female assistant and she was talking to her boyfriend on the phone and he was drunk as hell. She put him on speakerphone just so we could hear all the funny shit he was saying. And that N word told her, baby, put that pussy on the phone. And that had to be the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard a man say in my life. That shit was amazing. I always think about that. It's a trap turn up type of song. That is hilarious and funny. Yeah. But T-Pain isn't using it in a funny way in this song. Right. So in a sense, he's become the drunken lunatic who doesn't know what he's saying. Yeah. I feel like I would like these song. Like he has all these songs where I wonder if he's playing a character, you know, but like there's, there's just no winks. Yeah. In the songs at all. And it just feels like you're it it seems like he's not playing a character because there's every intention to put this character in a positive light mm-hmm. or in an empowered light, you know. Yeah. Uh in this song he says, I'ma lay that pussy down in a casket. Oh, it's a very um Kanye lyric. I'll yeah. put that pussy in a sarcophagus. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah. Well, that uh, has like Monster. a very like cat and ancient Egypt like kind of yeah, vibe there. I don't know if he was really explicitly making that connection because he also confuses uh, Romans and Trojans as if they were the same thing. Or uh, not well, not Trojans, Spartans. Spartans, Spartans and, Tro- and Romans. <laughs> um, actually, Mr. West. Um. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes yes i'm a freaking nerd yeah you're you're a nerd for differentiating ethnicities (laughs) and and thousand year millennia uh periods of history yeah yeah how dare i have you no dignity at long last (laughs) yep um any other things? I kind of want to go on to what I think is the best song. Ooh. And then we'll on, be done soon. Let me guess. Uh-huh. Is it, is it that comeback? No, I was not that into chance? that song. Nope, not that one either. Okay. Uh, what is it? Well, do you think either of those is the best song? Uh, I think maybe May I would be better, but I really like that comeback a lot. All right, let's listen to a little okay. bit of that. Come back, come back, baby. Come back, can I come back for 
<laughs> Musically, that's a delight. That little, oh. like, um, what is that, is that like a synth, uh, like pan pipes almost? So it sounds like, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of moments in this album that remind me of, um, Justin Bieber's last album, which has a lot of this mm. sort of like pop dance, um, mm. aesthetic. Uh, yeah, just sort of like retro synths. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. So I don't know if he's just, if he's just, pop, you know, hopping on the bandwagon, but I don't really care. I'm not tired of it yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, but, I like this one musically. Yeah. And I don't, you know, there's not a lot of meat to the song. Basically yeah. he's, you know, him and Neo are just saying like this, this woman, it, the sexual experience with, that we had um, with this woman is makes me want to make it happen again. It's a real every time Come that it rains for second. situation. Yeah, except that song is better because but just the first verse. It's disappointing <laughs> when it happens again in that song, which is one of the more mature things that Garth Brooks has ever done. Yeah, man. In retrospect, Garth had some really fucking good songs, man. <laughs> we should go back for like. If we're still doing we this show like back. in a couple of years, we'll just yeah. do season one again. <laughs> Redo, mulligan, do over. Yeah. Yeah. That would be really interesting to like revisit it. Mm. Um, yeah, this, Play uh, the this hits. song. Hmm? Play the hits. Yeah, that's what they want. Um, I just, I, I like, I, I think the word pussy is funny. And the way <laughs> pussy. <laughs> okay. Hi, Lil Wayne. <laughs> I like it better when you say oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know this about you. Um how did you get onto the Skype call? That's kind of more what I'm worried about. Are you just like <laughs> I'm a I'm a hacker. <laughs> I think of myself as a gray hat. <laughs> uh, well that's Truly unfortunate news. <laughs> I I can hop on anytime I want. <laughs> All right. Well, can you at least let us pretend? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my favorite Lil Wayne moment ever in any song. <laughs> Maybe the best that Lil Wayne has ever been. <laughs> uh. Uh. Yes. <laughs> Very good. I don't have anything else to say about comeback pussy. Yeah. I just think the word pussy is funny the way that he <laughs> it's hilarious. leans into it. It's like a little it's, kitty. Yeah. It's like meow meow, but then it also means the vagina. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. All right. What I think is the best song is I'm surprised you hadn't guessed it. It's this uh extremely image and heap song called She Needed Me. It does. This is like a self self respect song, right? Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to say. Um, the the hook, the lyrical hook, he keeps coming back to is she makes me think I need her all the time. Oh, baby, no, she needed me. So I can't tell ah. if, if the the uh, the thing he's implying there is that they needed each other, or that she's manipulating him, making him think that he needs her, but it was only because she needed him. 
Sounds more like the latter to me. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. It could be like a little bit condescending or maybe a lot of bit condescending. Yeah, I mean, you know, in the context of a relationship, you know, you have to have room for criticism. And what's the like line between condescension and criticism? Yeah. But he does also keep repeating that I need her all the time. So the more like the more he repeats it, the more I think that he does actually still mean that even if he says, oh, baby, no, she needed me, which then also implies that they both need each other or think they need each other. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I also really like the music when it like picks up the pace or not picks up the pace, but has a little bit more of a beat. Ooh, and those like baby, baby background vocals. Yeah. She makes me think I need her all the time. Oh, baby, no. Speaking of babies, there was a uh, some baby talk in another song that I didn't didn't uh, didn't point out. Doll baby play. Well, it's in the song Goal Line, which is one of the first ones we talked about on this episode. Um, but it just sounds like, um, was it Black Youngsta was the guest artist? He, mm, I think so. Yeah, he's got some very, uh, he doesn't, you know, say things about babies, like high chairs or whatnot, but he kind of speaks in a weird baby talk thing. What is the, what is that? <laughs> it's baby talk. Ta ta la na 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 na. Goo goo ga 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 goo. Yeah, but I do think this is the best song. She needed me. Just uh, musically, or I don't know. I can't it's just like, like lyrics. Uh, it's it's got more meat to the lyrics than I think any of these other songs. So there's more to dig into and more like kind of conflicting things going on where it's like, it seems like he's kind of criticizing her, but he's also keeps repeating how much he needs her. And it's, it almost, it almost sounds like he's trying to convince himself that she needs him. So there's like, there's kind of a lot going on, some shifting dynamics in the lyrics there that I really appreciate, but it's the only song where we hear that the spareness that we liked in T-Pain's earlier music yeah, we, I hear that. We talked about um, I'm Sprung and how it has kind of a spare quality. And this is the only song on this album that I really hear that in. Yeah. And it's just fun to hear T-Pain do Image and Heap music. Yeah, but, I, I, think it, I think it sounds really good. Although she was also, here first. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Yes. Dreams and sewing machines, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. falling fall out your mouth. And you don't care a bit. Yeah. Oily marks, pure and walls. You know, whatever. You should cut out all the parts after your first reference <laughs> and you're congratulating yourself. <laughs> Leave that in too. <laughs> the more, the more I use the clicks, the more I want to leave them in as a bit though, is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I think they're funnier. Anyway. Um, do you have any, uh, any, uh, stuff from the genius that you want to uh, tell me about? Uh, mostly just those T-Pain moments. Yes, um, they were very strange and hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone should check out that video. He's he's pretty charming just in an interview context, I think. It makes more sense when you actually watch him talk. Okay. But I did watch the whole video, and it was 
he's pretty cute and he's funny. So mm-hmm. I would direct everyone in that direction. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I can take us to the Amazon briefly. And the weirdest thing happened at the Amazon because this album has only five reviews. So that's interesting that it has so few reviews. Um, but here's the thing. It has a four star average out of five, out of five reviews, you know, and the weird thing is that usually means that there is a bunch of one star and five star reviews because people tend to gravitate to extremes when they review something because you're not sure you're not motivated to review it if it's just kind of like eh, middle of the road, whatever, meh. But every single person on Amazon rated this as four stars. This album inspired so much four star edness that everybody oh who reviewed it was like. I'm motivated to leave a review, but it's not like really that good or that bad. I'll just give it four, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like med- medium well, <laughs> <laughs> very middle of the road, very neutral. Born with a heart full of neutrality. <laughs> we can go to Crytunes for a little bit. Yeah, let's crack We've got some fun reviews here. Here's someone named Non-Hater who says, T-Pain is back in the ring. Two heart emojis. The text of the review is, my favorite Florida artist who also is honest and hilarious has delivered new ear crack. And then we have three uh, heart eye emojis and then five sun emojis. Hmm. So this was funnier when I misread it as ear crack as sort of like a, a butt crack analog before your ear. <laughs> if he has delivered a new ear crack. Yeah. Is, like, so just imagine that. Like like gave you a new asshole kind of <laughs> like that, but for your T-Pain ear. T-Pain really tore me a new one. A new ear crack, that is. <laughs> um, and then. I'm just like, I need more of this in my body. <laughs> I need to access this music but more. <laughs> I just need more orifices to put this into. Um, and then someone named IDJ Whip writes, title, fire major comeback, but no comeback because never left. Fire. And then there are seven fire emojis. Well, I started Great. to listen to it. Then my Apple headphones started smoking. So then I plugged in my Beats by Dre's and they started catching on fire. So I had to play it through my DJ speakers. <laughs> and as you can tell, that got worse. So I've been standing with a fire extinguisher all day trying to hear the full thing. But what I have heard is amazing straight flames. Triple exclamation mark. And hashtag the goat is here. Oh, that's so sweet. It's a I very love how committed they were to that. <laughs> a metaphor you gotta commit to the bit man yeah that's very good ah oh, the goat is here indeed i dj whip i i would have liked it more if it was like a one-star review <laughs> but then it was just all that positive stuff but it's like it was so fire that it burned my house down and <laughs> it caused me three hundred thousand dollars in property damage come on t-pain <laughs> Well, T-Pain, uh, it's been really fun um, sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, I was a lot less inspired by you than I was hoping to be. Yeah. He um, kind of shot his wad really, pretty early, didn't he? Yeah. There were some really, really great moments early on, and then little hints to uh, of a return to form that never, never quite went back in that direction. But I know his 
he's still got a lot of career ahead of him. So I hope we'll see more of that in the future. But yeah, yeah, mo- mostly I'm, yeah, I'm, fe- I'm feeling disappointed. I Aww. haven't haven't seen anything that's really lived up to the Tiny Desk video or um, that first album. So yeah, yeah, I agree. If only and you I think had the, listened to me instead of pushing through this whole yeah, T-Pain thing. Okay. And if only you all had listened to me, all you listeners that voted for T-Pain. How dare you? Had, you doubted me. I think me. we had every reason to to think that he was going to be awesome. Well, yeah. Um, because he, he seemed to do a really good job. The hints were all there that he was going to do a really good job at engaging um, with like sex positivity and sort of self-respect and he did in um, his first pu- few albums. And, yeah. And, and, and also maybe putting an egalitarian spin on, um, on settings that you would typically assume are misogynist. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I was like looking forward to that, but it ended up, um, kind of becoming the thing that I thought it would subvert. So, yep. yeah, disappointing. Uh, but I don't know. I, I still appreciate a lot of, of what he does. And, uh, I just sort of feel like he doesn't, it seems like he doesn't have any really good. Here, here's something. Um, I, I've been finding this in our artists, um, like Alanis, I felt this way about too, anti-pain and, and ICP, which is when artists hurt, do they hurt in a way that, um, is, is a good muse or an effective muse? Like how do they artistically deal with the trials in their life? Mm-hmm. And the last, the last three artists have all, I, f- I feel like have all dealt really clumsily with trials. Yeah. I mean, it's, and, it's uh, funny because like so much of what propels them in the beginning is their own personal demons and kind of what they're fighting against and dealing with. And a lot of that yeah. angst um, becomes their music. And in that way, that's sort of their muse, but the pressures and the challenges of having fame and being in the public spotlight and, and getting criticism does not translate into being a good muse for them. Yeah. I think there's, I don't know, there's probably some sort of lesson in there about like, um, how to effectively grieve or, you know, like how to, how to process emotion. Um, and yeah, it, it feels like they weren't ready to follow it up with something. I feel like you have to sort of keep growing mm-hmm. or changing, growing or changing. Um, <laughs> Either one. And because uh, you can grow without I, changing. <laughs> and I feel like, uh, yeah, our last three artists didn't really, yeah, didn't really know what to do after their initial inspiration. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's just like not very compelling to hear someone become defensive. Yep. Uh, and kind of bitter. Um, yeah. So T-Pain obviously has a tremendous amount of talent. I just wish he would use it more. Like his production talents, I wish he would use more. Um, T-Pain's dad. <laughs> I, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Pizzle, we raised you. To, we, we raised you better than that, Pizzle. <laughs> Teddy, can I can I call you Teddy? I don't know why I'm asking your permission. I'm your dad. I'm your father, and you must respect me. Um, yeah, I just yeah, I wish he would use his powers for good rather than for 
uh, misogyny. Dumb. <laughs> Dan dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Well, I don't... Well, I don't, ABBA, I don't, ABBA's next. I don't regret T-Pain, probably. Well, not the first couple albums. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, ABBA's going to be so nice. They're going to have, like, 35, 40-minute albums, and they're going to have, like, nine or mm. ten songs. That's oh, going to be mm. so nice, Cameron. Mm. We should only ever Slower. listen to old, old artists <laughs> who made vinyl records because that means they would have much shorter albums. That should be yeah. our new policy. Sorry, we can yeah, never what, get around to corn. Again, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or smush moth. Yeah. Yep. Someday. Some, someday. We'll, we'll work our way up. We'll start in the, in, the, in the invention of recorded music with Alexander Graham Bell, and we'll eventually work our way up to new metal and uh, yeah. weird 2000s era pop. But until then... Let's just, let's, <laughs> let's just listen to WPA source recordings. That's what I do basically for my other show. Oh. So. Some like Alan Lomax kind of shit. Yeah. All right. Well, until next week when we start with ABBA, visit us online at boxset.website. Email us at email at boxset.website. You can tweet us at Tobias Podcast. Um, if you wouldn't mind us, writing us a review on iTunes, that would be great. You can support us directly by going to our Patreon at support.boxset.website. Uh, listen to Cameron's other podcast, which is called Get Up in the Cool, and is all about old-timey, old-time music. Yep. Yep. And... Until next week with the first ABBA album, I've been Nathan Hunt and T-Pain tore me a new one. And I've been Cameron DeWitt and I'm about to get up in the cooter. <laughs> God damn you. Damn you all the heck. I'm Nathan Hunt and uh, I can do 18 Patron Ups. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and then uh, next year, um, our patron, uh, Alvin Ekman, is uh, going to come to Clifftop for the first time. Oh, very good. Hey, Alvin. Yeah, so I get to meet him in person. Speaking of which, uh, he wants us to do ABBA for our next artist. Yeah, I saw that. I feel pretty good about that. I guess we haven't decided how we're going to decide yet, but yeah, I Do you want to just go for ABBA? Let's just do ABBA. Let's just make another um, another decision. Like we did with uh, Alanis? Yeah, because with the whole bracket situation, it's like you kind of got to let it breathe a little bit because we either have to pick entirely new brackets or we just have to make the same cases. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. You know, so. Um, I think next time, next time we have a bracket, we might even be able to do just like two <laughs> because... Uh, one of our listeners is pushing for us to talk about corn, and then you were thinking about Smash Mouth. Oh yeah, Smush Moth. So maybe we could just have those go head to head as a bracket. Yeah, corn v Smash Mouth. Yeah, smash corn in my mouth. Mm, get those corn flakes. All right, fuck yeah, dude. Let's do ABBA. ABBA, it is. Yep. Um, also, I registered for PodCon. Uh, as who? As myself. Just you? Just little old stupid old me. Are you starting a new podcast? No, I'm just going to PodCon. Oh, you're going? Yeah. Oh, we talked great, about great, this, great, great. dude. Like, even, oh, yeah, if we, even if we don't end up, like, getting chosen to 
be a performer yeah. there that we should just go and do how much it. does it cost it's like uh, 90 100 bucks mm, okay we might be able to i don't know make the case that we could get paid back with uh patron money yes <laughs> it's possible we could we could think about that yeah but rachel might come too so i kind of want to send out a little tweet saying that we'll be at podcon and whatnot i hope it gets retweeted by the podcon account or something <laughs> Have. Um, finally, yeah, before mm? I, I got all excited because I was like, oh, Nathan's finally come out with his his solo podcast. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called No Thinking Anywhere Near Any Kind of Box. No boxes allowed. The uh, opposite of Boxing Day. <laughs> Rope a dope. Float like a butterfly, sing like a bee. Bzz, bzz, bzz. That's how a bee sings. Um, 